I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Tech Talk is underway and this Saturday, the first Saturday of December. And if you're having problems with your computer, hardware, software, whatever, feel free to get a hold of us. And the number on the City's One Plumbing and Heating Talk and Text Line, 651-461-9226. 651-461-9226. Doug, I hope you've had a good week. Thanks for joining us. Oh, absolutely. It's uh, been an interesting week. You know, I I decided uh, this week that uh, I'm done messing around with my Galaxy phone, and I bought an iPhone, Steve. Oh, good man. Yeah, and I, uh, I'm i waiting for it to get here, but I got a great deal at AT&T. I didn't have to pay anything with the trade-in. That was just a, and it's an iPhone 15 plus. Looks like it's going to be a nice unit. I'm looking. Can't wait to get my hands on it. Yeah, and, you know, as long as you get it set up right out of the box, you, you know the deal, so you back up all your contacts, et cetera. I know oh, sure. you know that. But it's super important because we had, speaking of iPhones, for whatever reason, uh, my mother-in-law had some problems with her phone and got locked out. We're not oh, sure what he did, got locked out. And we have no idea if uh, that stuff had been backed up. So 
uh, we're, we're kind of in a waiting game because, you know, all the phone numbers, all that history, et cetera. And, and I would say iPhone does an outstanding job of, of backing that up. Oh, no doubt. You know, unless that, the only thing I can think of is that they had it synchronized with another Apple device and they deleted it on one, it would delete it on the other. You, you got to know how that automatic syncing works. Once you get that your mind wrapped around that and understand the entire process, it's really slick. I mean, it's really slick with iCloud. Oh, just wonderful. Yeah, so look forward to hearing about that and uh, getting that straightened out. Another thing I've noticed, it it seems as though as of late, at least in my email accounts, there have been a lot more of the emails coming in, click on this, click oh, on yeah. this. You know, they're really sneaky about it. Folks, beware. If you're not sure, don't click on this stuff. Um, you know, the, the uh, thing uh, is, too, Steve, the thing is, is if they put their pointer right on top of that link, down in the bottom left-hand corner, it will display the entire link. And what you can do, if you're really curious about it, you can actually right-click on that link and tell it to copy the link, then take it out and go to a browser and set up the browser in a private window and chest it there. Can't hurt you there. That, that's really the only defense that you have. I've noticed that, too. It's a lot of them that come in. You don't want to be clicking stuff in your email because that's connected right straight to the core of your system. But if you take it out, put it into a browser, and your browser's up to date, and something like Brave for sure, it will it will let you see where you're going. But let's face it. If it's this great, big, long, drawn-out link, it, I can almost guarantee it's spam. And if, if you don't aren't expecting something, I don't even think I'd bother. Just put it in the trash and let the good times roll. Yeah. Um, by by the way, um, there there is there are some videos online, and at my full time job, uh, we we get regular videos to watch, kind of reminders, refreshers about what to be on the lookout for, what to do, what not to do when when you're dealing with email and what ultimately could be some sort of malware or ransomware attack. So, I, and I think a lot of businesses do it here Here in radio. Odyssey sends out a lot of these training videos, etc. There are some good ones online. If you do a Google search, go to YouTube, check them out. Reputable sources will, will kind of give you, um, and, and you can take some of those same or, or watch some of those videos and get an idea of what to look out for. I think it's really a big deal. Oh, no question. And the thing is, is a, a good, fast, hard rule is never click on any link in an email or a text message unless you're absolutely certain who your sender is. Yep. It, just, just that will probably save you hundreds and hundreds of hours and hundreds of dollars as well. Yeah, and, and the, a, a call to action, something that seems really urgent, don't do it. Take a step back. Check it out at another source. Google it. Learn more about it. You know, especially if, you know, your account has been compromised. Click here. Mm-hmm. You know, call us. You know, beware of all of that sort of stuff. And just a friendly reminder, and I, I've certainly seen an uptick. All right, let's go to the phones. And bring in Terry. Terry and Blaine, you're on the air with Doug. Hello, Doug. Uh, who replaces the laptop batteries? Or who do it? I have an internal one. I have a 
Tosh, an older Toshiba is like six years old. You know, if, if this is one that is easily accessible, like some of the batteries, you turn the laptop upside down, you just slide them right out the back. If it's easily for, for a user to replace, I would just go right straight to Amazon and eBay both, and I would put in your complete computer model replacement battery and just see what comes up. You'll be surprised at how inexpensive they can be. If it is one that requires you to take a screwdriver, a lot of times it's much simpler than what you think. You should be able to do that on your own. I really do believe that. If you have trouble, give me a call, and I'll walk you through where to get a manual or whatnot. And it's really pretty simple most of the time, and I hope that helps. Yeah, it, that, that is a great call. Here, here's the thing. There, there's a lot of businesses locally. Um, oh, yeah. I, I've had good luck. We brought it up on the show before. Batteries Plus, they do a really nice job. And, and you're going to pay about the same, too. They're, they're very competitive. Yeah, and, and super helpful, nice people. So if you don't feel like taking it on, and beyond that, if you do, and as you pointed out, find one online, that I guarantee you there's a video for your exact model to exactly. show you exactly how to do it. Now, Doug, you've brought this up on the show many times before, uh, dealing with the small screws, etc. You want to be very careful. You don't want to over-tighten. You, you mm-hmm. don't want to strong-arm this stuff. Oh, no question. Yeah, yeah. everything is delicate. Um, and make sure that when you're taking it out, even when you're taking it out, sometimes they'll put like a Loctite fluid before they screw them in. And just, just that real initial thing, don't strip them taking them out either. Take your time. Make sure you have the exact tool needed. You know, we got the little stars and the hexagons and all the extra little sit fittings. Just make sure you've got the right tool. And if you do buy a battery online, Almost all the time, they'll come with a tool that you can put it in with. Sometimes it's just a screwdriver, but most of the time it's the exact tool that's required. And it's uh, much easier than what people think. But any place, Micro Center will replace them. I know for sure Target and Best Buy will. Uh, it, it's uh, But I think I, I'd stick to a professional. I'd go to Batteries Plus. They do great work. They really do. Yeah, and, and they are all over town. And there's a lot of other companies, I think, at every mall I've ever been at, there, mm-hmm. There's usually a business in there that will repair cell phones, etc. Now, when it comes to cell phones, that that that's another can of worms, and you probably want someone who knows what they're doing and has all the tools. If indeed your phone needs a battery or a new screen, etc. Yeah, I don't put my own batteries in my phones either. I take it right to batteries plus and let them do it. They've got the equipment that they can use to, to heat up the glass to get in the inside. I don't have any of that. So I, I was doing it for a little while, but it's just become so specialized. Just hire a professional. Yeah, for sure. And screens especially. All right, from mm-hmm. our text line today, Doug, do you envision in the future that family members who live far from each other uh, will be able to get together using holograms? Oh, I think it's coming, yeah. Oh, I really do. I think it's coming. I, I, I know for sure that Samsung and Sony both are working on holographic televisions and movie sets. I don't think they're going to be cheap to a point to where common guys like me and you, Steve, can afford to buy one for several years. You know how technology is. When it first comes out, it's just skyrocket high. But as they begin to produce and they sell better and production increases, then the prices will come down. But, oh, I absolutely foresee that to come. I think we're going to have a li- almost every living room in America one day will look like the hologram thing on Star Trek. It, it really will. It, it's, it's coming. There's no question. Yeah, and Doug, I remember years and years ago going 
going to the store Audio King. It's not around anymore. And the reason we went in there is because the word was is they had one of the new flat panel televisions. Oh, yeah. And they, they had it in their, their premium display area, and it was $20,000. Mm-hmm. Now you can walk into any store in town and get a 75-inch TV for under 1000 bucks. Probably better resolution, too. Oh, yeah. I, I'm sure by a long shot. But I remember it very well the first time I saw it, and it's like, that's $20,000. So I I think as this technology evolves, the one thing that surprises me when you talk about video, VR is here, virtual reality and the virtual reality goggles, but it it doesn't seem like it's taken off like a lot of people expected. It's going to hit a wall, and I'm not sure why. Well, I think that a lot of people don't really care for the headgear. We all know that it's going to be coming to a point very soon, I think, where you're going to have that same experience without putting a headgear on. So I, I think that's part of it. In addition to that, I think it's a little bit pricey yet, too, for what you actually get. Yeah. Now, many good units. I've played with a couple of them. I, they're, they're interesting. I almost get, how do I say this, motion sickness if I, if I keep it on and it's too moving too fast. I, I think that's part of it, too, where if the headgear isn't there and you're actually in an environment, I don't think you're going to suffer that kind of thing. Yeah, and the the thing is about VR and VR, it, it ultimately gets to content. And when HDTV first came out, and if you had an HDTV, not everything was in that format. So it was kind of like, well, you know, this is cool when you have something in HD. Now everything is broadcast, uh, recorded, etc. in HD. Uh, so it, it also is content catching up i i oh, think no it would be terrific um if vr got to the point where you, you could watch a sporting event in vr and it would be an experience like it felt like you were in the stadium like you were actually watching a game in a stadium but or standing know, on the field yeah or or at a concert for that matter yep. um and and we'll see but it, it just seems that that stuff is slow to develop and i feel like maybe the technology is there but it, but it's also about all the content and oh, you know whether, and being whether cost of, yeah and being cost effective for the public no doubt yeah for for sure it is 318 tech talk continues when we come back we'll talk about starlink low level satellites are being launched by Elon Musk on all those SpaceX rockets and it is widely available you you can get it today and you got to buy hardware and there's a monthly service fee for it but we will talk about Starlink when we come back. We have a question on that. And by the way, if you want to talk tech with Doug, computers, hardware, software, whatever, feel free to call the program today. It is the city's one plumbing and heating talk and text line, and the number is 651-461-9226. We're so glad you're joining us here on News Talk, E3-O-W-C-C-O. Tech Talk continues on a Saturday here in December. If you want to visit with Doug about your computer or hardware or software or whatever, feel free to call the program, 651-461-9226, 651-461-9226. Uh, more and more options to get Internet in your home. 
there, there's CenturyLink, there's Xfinity, there are other cable providers depending on where you live. Uh, there, there is wired internet available uh, to come into your home. Rural areas, a little bit more tricky. Um, there, there's also the 5G or cellular-based home internet from, say, T-Mobile, etc., where mm-hmm. you, you get uh, a device about the size of a coffee pot and you plug it in and that'll grab those 5G signals and then transmit a Wi-Fi signal around your home. And then, of course, there, there's satellite internet in rural areas, HughesNet, some of the others. But now there's Starlink, low-level satellites, uh, and you probably see on the news a launch that another batch of satellites was launched, and they continue to build this network, and it is now literally available worldwide here in the United States, and you can go to the website and find it out. Now, you need to buy equipment, install equipment, and then there is a monthly service fee as well. I, I don't know anybody that has Starlink, but uh, the the subscriber base continues to grow, Doug. Oh, yeah. Um, my understanding is is there's 23 of them going up tonight, and they're going to do a, a Falcon 9 rocket, too. I try to keep track of them, but, you know, this Elon Musk, he's a mover and a shaker, Steve. And, but 23 of them, that's exciting. I think just like everything else in life, once this whole network is in place, I think you're going to see the prices go down. They're also sending out a new type of, of uh, satellite. It's kind of a square unit, and it's supposed to be super deluxe. So I, just like everything else, it's going to improve over time. But I think this is going to be a massive, massive deal. And I think people should realize, too, that low-level satellites, they're really not new. They've had these in Japan since the mid-'80s and they've been because they, their terrain just doesn't allow for a lot of cables. And they've had the fastest Internet at the lowest price of any of us on the planet. So I'm looking forward to this thing getting perfected. Elon Musk is doing a good job on this, I think. It, this is a tough, tough market to break into, and I think his end goal is going to be to include cell phones and smartphones, and they're going to be running on Linux the way it sounds. That's his plan, anyway. I think this is a great thing, and it, the more the merrier. We do, absolutely, I think we need some more competition in the high-speed Internet arena. I, I, I applaud all of it. So good luck, Elon, and make it happen. Yeah, and... It- they, they are not the only competitor. There are other companies planning uh, low-level satellite constellations, if you will, to provide this service in the future. So Starlink will have a competitor. And the follow-up question is, you know, can the average person install that gear? The answer is yes and no. I, we don't want you climbing around on the roof. Um, they, they have it set up so you can maybe... Put it next to the house in the yard. You know, you you got to have a view of the right part of the sky uh, to get these satellites. But but they claim that the average Joe, the average Jane, can get this thing set up and get internet. And, and I'm sure if you need some help, they'll, they'll send someone out. Yeah, they don't. They actually recommend planting it in the ground. Yep. They, they they say you're going to get the same reception whether you got it up on your roof. And, and they don't want people up on their roofs either. No. Uh, they don't want to take the responsibility and that kind of thing. So I just follow the instructions. My understanding is is people with no experience whatsoever in 15, 20 minutes are connecting. So that, that's pretty good. Yeah. So it, it is one of those if you're handy. But uh, like I say, there's just so many horror stories of people falling off ladders or falling yeah. off the roof. Um, 
you know, if you feel like you want it installed up high, out of the way, get a pro. Uh, I'm sure they'll they'll put you in touch. And that's true for satellite TV or, or anything for that matter. I, I don't climb around on the roof anymore. Those, yep, those, me too. Those, those days are over. Yep. It's just, uh, you know, you start getting older and your equilibrium isn't what it used to be. I'm not, uh, not going to gamble. Just not going to. Yeah, for sure. So uh, stay safe and stay on the ground. Doug, this is a popular topic, and I want to get into it quickly before the break. Uh, we always bring it up every week because it is very important. If you have a Windows machine, you should be running Pervasor. Uh, there's no question about it. This is a great program. Uh, people will be pleased with the results. Oh, I had three instances last week where people called, and I was able to repair their computer with a telephone call with Pervasor. It's just a tremendous package. I just can't say enough good things about it. Yeah, one was uh, the one computer in particular took almost 15 minutes to boot when we started. Now it took a little time to do the initial run, but three hours later I got a call and says my computer's booting in less than a minute and a half. So that's 15 minutes down to 90 seconds. That's quite the improvement. Any way you cut it. And so I said to this individual, I said, now, are you going to donate some money? Already did. I sent them $50. It's the best $50 you ever spent. Keep that project rolling forward. Oh, I just love that program. I really do. Yeah, free PC cleaner and privacy tool, P-R-I-V-A-Z-E-R. And it is a good one. And then uh, you can get Pervasor Pro if you're willing to contribute. Um, you know, really good stuff. And Doug has talked about it for years here on the program. It is 329. Quick break. We'll come back with an update on the weather. Still plenty of time to get in on the phone lines or send us a text if you're having a problem with your computer, hardware, software, whatever. It is the City's One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. And the number is 651-461-9226. You're on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. It is Tech Talk. Doug Swinhart in. Josh Wheeler is our producer. A couple of ways to get in on the program. Call 651-461-9226 or text same number is 651-461-9226. Make sure you can text uh, safely. Don't, don't do it on the road. It is the city's one plumbing and heating talk and text line. We did have a follow-up uh, calling in saying they have Starlink and it's worked great. And I would think if, if you live out of town or, you know, far from wired Internet, um, this would be great. Yeah, you have a you have a cabin, a lake home, etc. This would be ideal. No doubt, absolutely no doubt. This is you know they're going to fill a gap that hasn't been filled since day one of the internet. Especially yeah. if you live out in God's country, you mentioned that, and that's true. You get out in the outlying areas, and it uh, it can get pretty spotty out there. And again, the more competition we have to this, the absolute more beneficial it will be to all of us who consume. It's just really, I think it's way overdue, and I'm so happy to see it happening. And I, I'm sure you guys thank that person for chiming in. That's that's good news. We like to hear that. Yeah, and it is one of those things where we mentioned there are other competitors coming into this space, and um, Starlink won't be the only option. But, you know, options to get online are 
are imperative. I mean, it is the way of the world. You need to be able to get on the Internet. Oh, no doubt. And especially for retirees, if you got a camper set up, you can have that Internet when you travel. And even the yachts are going to have – it's going to be global. I am so oh, happy no, to hear this. Oh, no, set C. This is going to be a great, great, great innovation in our future. And um, I was kind of checking on Amazon lately, too. They're going to be releasing drones for delivery here in the U.S. in late 2024. It's on the way. It's coming. They partnered up with uh, MIT to do a complete revamp of their robotics and packaging. It's uh, it's uh, The future is knocking at our door, Steve, no question about it. Yeah. Um, it, you know, I will say that uh, where, wherever you order from, whether it's Amazon or Target or, or another retailer, it, it is incredible how quickly they get this stuff out. It's astonishing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you can literally get some things same day, depending on yeah. where you live. Yeah, well, I'm a little concerned with Christmas season this year, especially with the amount of traffic I see on the Internet. This is going to be a, an interesting year. And from my perspective, I can't buy everything online, but I sure wish I could. It's a, it's a nice, nice feature. It's convenient. And like you say, it's it's going to get to you as fast as anywhere else. Even if it's back-ordered and stuff like that, as soon as it's ready to ship, it's to your place. It's really a good thing. I'm um, I'm happy to see this. I really am. Um, Doug, from our text line, I bought uh, a Dell laptop two years ago with – Eight gigs of RAM and DDR4, and it tells me that it's not sufficient for Windows 11. I'm running an i5 chip in it. What else would I need to do to get this to run? Oh, you know, I think that we could probably take a look at that and bypass a lot of that those safety things in Microsoft. That they're not written in stone. It's um. I'm not sure why Microsoft is taking this approach. I personally think it was a mistake on their part. I don't think that you should be required to update your hardware for an operating system. I, it really depends on what they got, but it, it, it might be disqualified just because of the chip or you're missing a TPM, a trusted platform module chip. And you can buy one and you can put it in, but I think you're better off to see if you can just... Get that Windows installed and just bypass that nonsense. Your whole computer will run better without it, I think. And that's going to be the same with 12 as well. And I played a little bit with 12, and I got it to run on a computer that really was not qualified, according to Microsoft. Runs fine. It's uh, You get your updates, and, and everything's just running just, just okay. Um, and there's lots of information on this on the Internet. Don't be afraid to read and and just rock and roll. I, I, I encourage this kind of innovation. Sometimes, just like any other part of life, we have to self-correct. <laughs> well, this, this, in my opinion, is one of those times. Uh, Doug, speaking of RAM or random access memory, we, we've talked about the value of solid-state drives. and you know, A lot of new machines come with those. You can upgrade mm-hmm. your old machine to a solid-state drive. But what about RAM itself? Is it one of those where... You know, no matter what, when you buy a new, you should max it out. And the, the more RAM, the better. Do you believe that? I don't think that's necessary. I, I think that 8 gigs of RAM is an enormous amount of memory. And a lot of laptops are actually shipping their memory soldered to the motherboard. Can't be updated. And I disagree with that, but you, you don't always know that until you get it home and you crack the back of it open. Um 8 gigs of RAM should suffice for, I would think, 90% of the people for home use. 
And I think it's probably disqualified. Chances are because of the, the processor, the CPU, or the trusted platform module is missing. And sometimes they can make up for it with software, but sometimes they actually need to put that module in the computer itself. And I don't know what they cost. I think it's different for different manufacturers. I think that I would get that baby updated and just, I'd work with it. Make sure you get copies. One thing for sure, make sure you got a solid state drive. I know for certain they're kind of kind of picky on uh, the hard drive speed. They want these things running. They want to run it fast. So, but eight gigs of memory that did. I don't think that disqualified you for Windows 10 or 11. I really don't. Even 12. I think it's more the TPM, Trusted Platform Manager module. Excuse me. It's um, and I don't think that should be necessary. I I don't agree with everything Microsoft does, and I don't know their reasoning behind this other than to to push the sales of new hardware. I, I can't see any other any other purpose. Doug, speaking of RAM, there, there can be computer problems that can be remedied by pulling out the RAM, reseeding the RAM. We haven't talked about that in a while. Maybe we can get into that for just a moment and talk about sure. um, it. It's not always necessary, but I would assume that it could come loose, etc., and, and resetting it might be a good idea. Well, and something else, too. If you've got two modules, switch places. That is going to force your RAM module to completely drain and start fresh. One thing people should know about random access memory. This is the most difficult thing for any and every operating system to diagnose. It's kind of like, um, it would be, I would say, if you and I were standing in my house, and we were inside, and we were trying to determine where the roof was leaking. Can't do it. Got to get out there. You got to look at it. And that's kind of the same thing with random access memory. Everything is running within RAM. So if you got to happen to have a, a bad RAM problem, the only way to diagnose that is with software on the outside when you first boot the computer up and have nothing to do really with Windows or DOS. It has to be independent. And that's the most difficult thing there is to diagnose. Thankfully, random access memory modules are at an all-time low price. You can get RAM today, DDR3, DDR4, 8-gig sticks for 20 bucks. And it, sometimes I tell people, well, try it. And you, if, you, if it doesn't work, at least you know for sure it's not the memory. And you can usually return it. But it's, um, that's the most difficult thing for anything to, to, to actually diagnose. If you're having strange, strange anomaly errors that are random and just completely almost like a ghost, first thing I'd check is your RAM. That it's an important part. Everything is dependent upon your RAM being stable and running exactly the way it's supposed to. The switching of the chips and the reseeding of the chips is huge, absolutely enormous, especially if you just switch the modules around. Piece of cake. These things go in at like a 35 to a 45 degree angle, just slightly give them a push in and then snap them down on a laptop. And in a desktop, they got two little arms, sometimes just one, that you lock into the little teeth on the end. And once you hear it snap, you're good. Just don't force it. Make sure you got that thing lined up properly with the little guide slots. And other than that, you're good to go. Very, very simple. Much, much easier than it used to be. It's a, and it's something that people should address. Um, from our Cities One Plumbing and Heating Talk and Text Line, um, is it worth trying to uh, save, uh, get running a laptop uh, 
that's been sitting in a garage that hasn't been heated for the last year or two, so it's been in cold storage, if you will. Um, what are your thoughts? Oh, absolutely. I'd take that thing out of the garage, and I'd let set it in my office, and I'd let it climatize for 12 hours or more. I would take it apart and start the vacuum, get it all cleaned out, and if I had time, I would even put in new thermal paste underneath the processor to make sure it runs cool. I'd fire that baby up, and I'd stick a Linux disk in there, and I'd, I'd install Linux, and it'd be a low-level Linux. Just pop that baby... 90% of these that people are finding in their garages have SATA interfaces. So you're going to have 6 gigabits on a 2.5-inch internal SSD, and some of them will even take the new NVMe drives. So absolutely. Yeah. Worst-case scenario, you'll have an extra computer just in case your production computer happens to go down. It's much, much better to have one and not need it than to need it and not have it. And I think people are reaching a cuspus here. Where you know, two, three, four, five, ten years ago, I say, oh, I could do without that a couple of days. Once they go without it a week or so, they will realize how much time they've been spending on their computer and how important they've become with shopping and paying bills and whatnot. So it's um, it's it's good to have that backup. In my opinion, don't throw it away. Don't throw it away. And if you do, take it to a qualified recycle center. Can't just be throwing these in the landfill. Yeah, and it is a great use of old equipment, you know, an Internet appliance, if you will. People are going out and buying Chromebooks to access the Internet. It's all web-based. But if you have an old computer around, chances are that could be a very nice uh, web appliance, if you will, especially if you, you, you clean it up, take care of it, and uh, put a Linux operating system on it. You'll get to the Internet. It'll be secure. It'll probably move along. There's a lot of good machines out there that would be great backups. Oh, no question. And, in fact, a lot of people who are putting in security systems today are taking those old computers, and they're setting them up in the closet. Once they're set up, they don't even need a monitor, actually. And now you've got everything in-house. Your recordings, your your activation, if you happen to have it wired or wireless. Uh, these older computers are perfect for that kind of thing. And it will it will serve the, the 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 purpose, and it won't cost you a dime. A lot of people, I think, at times will go out and overspend and buy too much equipment, especially if it's like for a security system. It, it, it's an important facet of your house, yes. But spending more money isn't always going to give you a better system. Do your research, do your due diligence, and you're going to find that there's a lot of equipment that can be used for an additional 10, 20, possibly even 30 years. It, there's no reason for this. Just hang on to it and make sure it's dead before you get rid of it. A right, quick break. We have much more coming up. We'll get Doug's recommendations on security for a home computer with Windows 10 and uh, someone who has Cricket Wireless Service getting a lot of spam and unknown calls, what to do about it. We'll get into that in a moment here on Tech Talk, here on News Talk. E3OWC. The hour always goes so quick here on Tech Talk with Doug Swinhart. Still time for a quick text, 651-461-9226. If you're having computer problems, hardware, software, whatever, um, smartphone, um, Here's a good one. I'm getting 20 spam and unknown calls a day. Cricket Wireless said all I can do is block and delete. Doug, any thoughts on that? That's kind of what I've found. I get a ton of them. Not so much Saturday and Sunday, but during the week, I'll get four or five a day. 
Well, I know that cricket has this thing called cricket call defense, and it's interesting that you bring this up because I had this come up uh, three, four weeks ago, so I, I did the research back then. And that call defense does help, but it's not the end-all or do-all. Yeah. And there's many reasons for spam. By the way, Steve, I read the other day that somewhere in the neighborhood of $29 billion was lost in the year 2021 due to spam calls and scammers. That's a lot of money, don't you think? Yeah, it's So it's a, it's a big thing. Now, with your phone number, the longer it's out, the more likely you're going to get put on a list. And these guys are selling people's telephone numbers to scammers and spammers, and which it's all public domain. So they're getting paid because they take the time to amass these lists. My phone, I've had my number for 45 years, and I'm dealing with this also. But now AT&T, and I know CenturyLink does this, Comcast does this, most of the phone services do this as well. They will actually alert you that it's a spam call right on the screen as it's coming up. And I find it to be extremely accurate. I'll bet you in the past two or three years, I've tried to just answer to make sure it wasn't somebody I knew. It's The error is so minimal that I'm going to trust that screen print. It's an ongoing issue. Now, if... You get on the federal level, you can go to the national registry and put your number in and attempt to stop in that way. I've done this several times. I don't find it effective. I don't know why. But a lot of things go into this. And especially when you order something or buy something on the Internet, you always get this, well, here's how we're going to use your private data. And it's just us and our partners. Well, how many partners do you think Google has? This particular part of the these 22nd, hurry up and agree, contracts that we are almost forced to take. I, I think that this our partner's business has to be legislated a little bit. It's got to be, yeah. uh, once we quit doing business with them, I'm sure they're just going to sell to all their partners. It, it's just uh, another another vehicle that's not good for us, I don't think. Yeah, I, I think the only thing you can do is is uh, block, you know, et cetera. Uh, on my phone, if I have a call, it, it'll be... You know, give me a spam warning, and then I'll just, you know, when I get time, block it. It's kind of like whack-a-mole. I, I just don't know any other way around it. Once once your number's floating around out there, um, it, it's just ongoing. And I agree, these registries, the, the, the bad guys are, aren't going to pay attention. They, they know they're breaking the rules, and aren't going to follow the rules. So, you know, I, I, I just don't think you have any other choice. Get a new number. Or, or just uh, don't pick it up. If you don't know who it is, doesn't show up in your caller ID, uh, don't answer. It, well, if you have a telephone it. number that's public, which almost all of us do, uh, especially if you're a business, it won't, new number isn't going to help. Now, some people should also be aware that when you get one of these calls, just hang up, pick up your phone, and dial star 60. That'll automatic, and it'll listen to the instructions on how to block it. Every provider gives you this. And then there's also, you know, keep in mind the uh, National Registry, and they've got a telephone number someplace. I don't have it off the top of my head, but it's uh, the National Registry for Spam Calls, and you can just do a Google search and you'll find it. And that's put up by the Better Business Bureau and the Federal Trade Commission. And that's effective for some people. I haven't had much luck with it. I'm not sure why not. But that's going to stop and prevent nearly every robocall. So I, I'm sure I benefited it somehow because I don't seem to be getting many robocalls anymore, which I think are worse than anything because they can just keep on calling people and putting them on hold forever, and it's on your nickel. 
Never call the number that called you. A lot of them are set up to where when you call that number, you are automatically connecting and agreeing to a high-priced long-distance call. I've heard four horror stories where people paid $40 for a two-minute call. So it just don't call that number. Don't do it. Do the star 60 instead, and that will alert your carrier, their carrier, and everybody in between. Okay. And that's, I, I wish we had better advice. Yeah, Doug, we're, we're rapidly running out of time. Very quick, 15 seconds, security for a home computer with Windows 10. What do you recommend? Quickly. Well, there's lots of products out there, but personally, I would be sticking with Malwarebytes okay. or ESET32, something like that, and stick right with it. If, and Windows Defender is still good, at, especially if you've got Windows Pro. Okay. All right, we've got to run your phone number and email. Ah, thank you. 651-552-9543. And, of course, admin at WCCOTech.com. A-D-M-I-N at WCCOTECH.com. 651-552-9543. Thank you, Steve. All right, Doug. There he is, Doug Swindahart. Tech Talk Saturday between 3 and 4. We have all the news, all the weather. We'll go outdoors with Steve Carney here on CCO. CCO. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.